Ahoy there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Big Facts No Cap, the only podcast that's number one with creepers and people who still use beepers. I'm Big Fact, as always, here with No Cap. Let's get Big Fact and let's get No Cap and Big Fact Freaks, No Cap Chaps, and I am your captain. Let's go. Big Facts No Cap. Big Facts No Cap. No Cap. Big Facts No Cap. Is there a reason you're uh, cosplaying as Andrew Ray today? Who's Andrew Ray? Binging with Babish. Oh, um, that's not fair. I'm always <laughs> bald and have a beard. <laughs> you can't just attack me with that. Dude, how easy would it be to buy his like branded cookware and just say when people come over that's based on you? It's like when I buy the Steve Harvey uh, uh, branded stuff mm. and I pretend that it's me. Because you're always wearing those big pants. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that would work. There's a lot of bald idols out there and they all kind of look the same. That'd be like trying to tell people like Homer was based off of me. You know what I mean? Hey, it's- shout out to our bald kings. True. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, do you have a power ranking of your favorite bald kings? No, not really. Adrian, you can't just jump this stuff on me. You know I'm bad with names and remembering things. And mm, That is true, it's true. If, if he's given me 20 minutes, I would have Googled, uh, you know, like Jason Statham and made sure that he was actually number one and not just the first name that came to mind. Ooh, and then Paul finds out he's problematic. Is he? What has he done? I don't know, actually. I just assume that your faves are problematic. <laughs> <laughs> your faves are problematic. That's an actual website. Yeah, it's just like a list of people the person that made that website didn't like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. We should make and an I, enemies I, list. I agree. Childish Gambino's early work doesn't really uh, hold up very well. We should make our own enemies list like that so that I can put on like Shia LaBeouf and Jonah Hill and shit. You know, celebrities who book. annoy me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've already called a couple of them out on the show, so they know you got their, they got, you got their number? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't have their numbers. That's like a saying though that like you know they're on, you're on, you're they're on watch. Mm. Yeah, I'm not even gonna give airtime to my number one celeb enemy. You know who it is though. The number one celeb celeb enemy celeb enemy. No cap. Paul, this time I'm gonna bring in something I learned in open mic this week, which uh. It's common to tell the person before they go up to do spoken word, don't be nice, be necessary. Like, people will shout that out in the crowd. So, Paul, what's going on with you? What happened to you this week? Don't be nice, be necessary. Okay. I got into embroidery today. I want to start uh, because of... Don't be nice! <laughs> <laughs> because, um, you know, I'm, I'm bald. Been buying a lot of hats. Sometimes I think of a hat design I want, and it's not available. Ooh. Are you going to start knitting your own caps? Yeah. Like that, your own sailor beanies and that's stuff? Li- well, not... Not beanies, definitely a beginner embroiderer can't do anything stretchy material, so I have to do, like, mm. uh, just regular uh, unstructured hats, unstructured, like, canvas hats. Oh, so you're buying blank, blank hats and then stitching your own... Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm not getting into knitting, it. I'm getting into embroidery. Okay. Buy blank oh, hat, tight. Uh, embroider them with the design I want on the front. Tight. That's cool. Are you gonna, like, gonna... Is this gonna become, like, a new part of your personality? You can get, like, a shirt that says, like, britches get stitches because you start embroidering your pants? <laughs> Uh, no, hopefully not. This really is to the end of, like, there's designs I want hats of that I just don't, mm. like, 
Well, there's no other way to get them. Yeah, have or have someone else do it. So, um, so what what are your big things this week other than me starting embroidering, which I'm pretty sure is also big for you, Adrian? That is big for me. That seems really cool. It seems like a good opportunity for gifts in the future. Um, let's see. Like I said, I've been like out and about doing a couple things. Uh, went to an open mic that was really fun. Played some pool. Got sharked by my lab mate. Uh, lost two games of cutthroat to her. Uh, what else? What else? There was a rap battle that I watched with Phil, or a battle event that I watched with Phil yesterday. That was fun. Actually, shout out to Kid Chaos from South Carolina. He opened the event uh, against Chess, and it was a really good battle. And it was actually trending on uh, Twitter for a while. So nice. good for him. Good, good for him to get some shine. Uh, rest of the event was kind of weird. It was kind of fifty-fifty on whether or not it was good. Uh, let's see. I broke a two-month streak today, despite beekeeping for like three days out of my week for the last two months or so. Uh, I've not been stung in quite a long time, and today I got two. One right in my knee, one in my calf, and one in my calf I was holding stuff when I got stung, so the bee got to just, like, pump all of her venom into my leg, and it was, like, burning, like, 30 minutes ago when I was touching my leg, saying, like, Jesus Christ, like, yeah, that was a, that was a zinger. That was, uh, them spicy flies coming with the heat today, so. Uh, a little pro tip, don't, uh, don't beekeep in black basketball shorts. Um, mm. bees don't like that. Ah. Uh. If only your so. brand new beekeeping jacket we heard about a few episodes ago had been, you know, like a beekeeping pants. A yeah, I would never do like a jumpsuit. Those um, do look also... very silly. They make you look like you're like coming out of a spaceship on an alien planet where you don't know what the atmosphere is yet. It's just a little too much for me. Also, uh, shout out to one of my volunteers who's helping me with my research. We tag newly emerged bees who don't have venom and uh, don't readily sting. But sometimes you can get a few adults mixed up in the group. Uh, just from the process of it until she came no one had gotten stung by an adult bee and she's been stung three times so far so shout out to heejin who is continuing to come in despite being stung many times by bees so oh uh, what a trooper we love you we support you and we're proud of you heejin and what else uh i wanted to uh, there's there's a character i've been working on all week that i maybe wanted to do if i could do that if i have the space to do that yeah of course for me do i need to be somebody no 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 this is um so this is my character, uh, Jacques Colombo. Uh, he is a half French, half Italian, like third generation American uh, living in New York. Um, so Jacques Colombo, uh, half Italian, half French, uh, New Yorker. So this is what he sounds like. Hey, baguette about it. Um, thoughts on that character? <laughs> Jacques, do I owe you for the sourdough bread now? Or can I pay you for it later? Hey, baguette about it. Well, <laughs> it makes sense. Wee oui, wee. Oui. It's, it's a guy. <laughs> Wait, I feel like there's no. I feel third, like it's not. He's third generation, but he still says we oui for yes. That yeah, still yeah. hasn't been uh, not oui. second generation, not even first generation, where yes would be the first word you learn. Second generation who grew up here still saying we oui after their father. That guy's kid grew up. <laughs> And still yeah, refuses that's to use Colombo for you, baby. <laughs> still he loves his heritage. Refuses to use the English yet. <laughs> He's a proud French Italian. <laughs> okay, okay. Does he also say ciao for goodbyes, or is he more of a Guido Italian? He says, uh, uh, I gotta head out. Don't worry, I'll take care of the tab. Forget about <laughs> it. <laughs> I like this guy. He's got panache. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool dude. Um, and then in the episode that we might put out later or might delete, do you remember whether or not I talked about Odd Taxi? No. 
Okay, cool. Media Roundup. Uh, I watched the anime Odd Taxi. It's 13 episodes. It's a full complete story. Oh, you story. did There's talk about this. Happening. Oh, well, just in case we don't put that out, uh, I do want to put that out as a strong recommendation. Uh, the opening theme is amazing, and the writing's very good. There's a big twist at the end. Do you want to tell the, the audience about why that episode isn't coming out, Adrian? Because uh, Rachel fucked it up for everybody. She did get very drunk and show up yeah. to the podcast, and we... God bless her. She was a great guest the first time. We did not expect her to just get blackout drunk and show up to the recording of the you know of the podcast. They say you can get six glasses of wine out of a bottle, but <laughs> she just drinks straight from the bottle. You know what I mean? So yeah, it definitely wasn't me who got way too drunk no. after the uh, Euro final, and uh, I mean the Euro fell final. Asleep at the end, what sort of excuse to get drunk would the Euro final be? That person would have to be an alcoholic. That's what I'm saying. Especially when uh, the team that you've been rooting for for the entire tournament and for 15 years uh, wins in the last kick of the game. But that's not what happened. It's not what happened. It was Rachel. It was Rachel. All right. Now are you ready for the theme? Oh, yeah. So today's theme, stalking. Stalking. Stalking, walking, talking. Want to stalk, want to walk, want to talk? Want to stalk, want to walk, want to talk. Want to talk, want to stalk, want to talk. I guess I should start by asking, do either of us have any stalking stories? I don't. I've never stalked anyone or been stalked. Ourselves. No, I, I think I've checked the Facebook page of my ex-girlfriend like two or three times since we broke up in, in college. So I found out she was a nurse in Cincinnati. 911? Yeah, we got we got a real creep here. She's a nurse in Cincinnati? I think so. Mm. She also, weirdly enough, despite graduating college and moving, I don't know when this happened, dating another person from her high school. Ooh, really really didn't to... branch out yeah really saw lexington high school and was like yeah whoever i'm gonna marry is probably gonna be in this place right here <laughs> neither of us have stalked or been stalked do you know i've stocked shelves at trader joe's that's true that's true uh i've only ever worked i, I never worked as a stalker anywhere um mm. any any good stalking stories from people in your life i mean they're not fun but yeah <laughs> I, I did have a roommate who uh Broke up with her boyfriend while we were living together, and uh, he broke into our apartment twice, so we had to file a restraining order against him. But did he, like, maybe have, like, a silly voice or something that would make it fun? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no. Uh, he also, like, seriously injured himself because at one point when we, like, secured the other, the first two ways they got into our apartment, which was, like, a window the that was apparently easy to break into in the front of our apartment, he tried to scale the back of the building to get to the window that goes directly into her bedroom. And he apparently fell and like hit his head or something. So, um, but when he hit his head, did he? Uh, did he go? He oh, was like, boy. <laughs> that <laughs> and then like the little ducks that went around his head were like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So no, that's uh, that was interesting because I actually learned the legal process to filing a restraining order and the process that that uh, takes. And uh, again, not revealing the name, but I had an undergrad that I worked with who like. Um, told me that like one of the reasons she wasn't uh, able to come in was because she was having issues with her ex uh, stalking her. And so I was like, oh, I will send you a very long text about what the process is for filing a restraining order and uh, make sure you keep yourself safe. So it, weirdly enough, came in handy. <laughs> nice, nice. Career pivot potentially, Adrian. You're going to become a... a... Uh, no, it's traumatizing. I do not. This is just like a, a certain person I know from a friend of a friend who got a psychology degree. And then whenever he was looking for work at, like, different centers for people who had, like, bad experiences, he was like, this seems sad. I don't want to do this. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. 
I'm sure it's surprisingly common for women to have these experiences. It seems like it probably tapers off with age and with like boys turning into men and having a little bit of emotional maturity, but what doesn't taper off probably just becomes more violent and terrifying. Whereas like maybe yeah. with a high school boy, it's like, it's like, hey, he, he you know, won't stop to like come into my house and knock it on my door and talking to my dad and asking him to mm-hmm. see me versus like, yeah, that's shitty, scary and not good. But it's more a sign of emotional immaturity than like if it's happening to you at like 35, it's like, oh, that guy's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, that is the weird thing about it is like knowing the dude who ended up stalking my uh, roommate he will he, yeah he seemed pretty normal during the relationship so i can see like why during the relationship there not weren't many like red flags or whatever but um he did just have like binoculars attached to his belt i mean there were things like uh how about the grappling his... hook that he used to get up the side of your building and like you never saw that like <laughs> he did that was not a red flag i was like that is tight that's pretty cool that's pretty <laughs> let cool. me you borrow that sometime um no, there was, there was stuff that, like, showed what you're talking about of, like, emotional issues of, like, him, uh, I think my uh, roommate was very open about, like, here's the code to my phone, and, like, he broke down one day telling her, like, he looked through all of her stuff because she was, he was worried about her cheating on him, yeah. uh, and that, like, she had, like, he had, like, a girlfriend that cheated on him once, and, uh, I guess that's the closest thing to, like, a red flag where I was like, oh, it seems like maybe he's not, uh, super emotionally mature right now. <laughs> Yeah, the whole I've had an ex who cheated on me, so I'm a I'm a really weird person to be with thing is such an odd character trait that it seems like a lot of people imbue themselves with. Of like, I've been cheated on, so I'm allowed to be weird as hell in relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not qualified to give advice on this. <laughs> I'm not either, but I'm still gonna do it, baby. That's the fun <laughs> of having a podcast. <laughs> I mean, my kind of conception of it is, like, there's so many people in the world, it's so easy to find someone who doesn't do that. <laughs> but I think I'm a little bit too much on the, like, eh, move on if things seem like, uh, you know, if they eat their peas one by one, uh, or if they go through your phone <laughs> to see if you're cheating on them. That's enough real experience. Talk- is that, did, did they think that's it for real experiences we have? Any uh, theoretical points on stalking? Mm. I guess my same point goes back to the beginning, which is like, there's so many people in the world, man. There's no reason to stalk a single person. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just find someone with requited love. There's also this thing that we're skipping over, which is the idea of people who stalk someone who they don't even know, right? There's like oh, the yeah. celebrity stalking stuff, which is always super crazy. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Was it Daniel Radcliffe who had the documentary about his stalker? I guess it's not Daniel Radcliffe because I just Googled it. Maybe it's actually uh, Tom Felton. Is that the guy who played uh, Malfoy? Oh, <laughs> who's talking Malfoy? that's like saying that you're like stalking like the bassist for a rock band <laughs> like that person that now stalkers across the board fucked up people if you stalking drake on malfoy you, you got issues okay yeah so tom felton did do a thing where he met his super fans but one of them was pretty clearly like some of them were pretty clearly crossing the line i guess not maybe it wasn't about stalkers as much as just like people who are way too into him hmm Okay, Paul, do you want to get into articles, or is there any uh, last statements you wanted to make about the concept of stalking? I do want to get into articles. When do you think, oh. when do you think stalking started as a societal thing? Mm, you're right, because when we're just like little tiny communities, you, you couldn't stalk someone there because they were too accessible. There had to have been an point. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably harass somebody, but you couldn't really stalk somebody. I had to be like in the... Well, you know what? This might be like one of those things where my conception of how big cities could get is wrong. I was going to say like Mm -hmm. 1600s, 
But I guess like mm. even ancient cities could get pretty like popular. You don't think in Mesopotamia? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe it could. But it's just like Paul doesn't think civilization started until the European cities started. Also, did anybody back then have enough free time to really be like a stalker? You know what I mean? That's also true. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what's like an interesting thing about that question is <laughs> like when did the free time, the inaccessibility to somebody. And the need to do so all coincide. Have you ever heard that like sort of tongue in cheek thing about society where it's like the whole point of like human progress and the development of societies to make cheese? Because it's like to make cheese, you need to have like agriculture and farming to like take care of the cows. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand like fermentation. Like there's all and you have to be in one place for long enough to like let it. Uh, ferment and become there's like all these things that are like it would have been you know basically impossible mm -hmm. to have cheese without like a ton of like modern advances is this our new theory of like what society was propelling us towards with the creation of a stalker oh god <laughs> you, uh... you needed to have populous cities <laughs> you needed to have the free time and resources you needed to be able to, yeah, you had to have the, the free time from your labor. <laughs> you had to have the social capital to want for somebody to want to stalk you, which means a complex class hierarchy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you had to have methods of secrecy. And uh, <laughs> 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 for the longest time, you just like walked around trying to stalk somebody. They'd be like, oh, that's Jim from down the street. <laughs> I think you're correct. I think that's my conception of civilization from now on. And uh isn't the story of cheese that um the story that uh the the folk story of it was it, it was a man riding on his camel with milk in his um pouch and then the churning of like him riding the camel with the heat of the day is what made it into cheese curds um and so he ate it and was like oh this shit this shit's bracken bro i'm gonna take this back home to all my homies <laughs> That sounds more like the 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 origin story of like a For like chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> <laughs> or the microwave. What is it? Where like they have those like folksy stories of like oh he that guy was just working in the lab late one day and then he was working with these chemicals and tasted it and realized that it was sweet. I think we both we saw the same Veritasium video about the scientist who had the chocolate bar in their lab coat while working with microwaves. Oh is, no, that's something I've definitely just read before. Oh okay, you read, I get it. But anyways, this is all in the weeds. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, oh, cheese and inventions. Um, that I learned that. And more fundamentally stocking. Let's not lose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Should we lose sight of that? Do we want to like? Into, we've introduced the topic. You guys know what we're talking about. It's a very thin connection. Um, but for a theme. But yeah, yeah, cheese and uh, the guy who invented it. Yeah. Do you think his name was Cheese, or do you think that we put that label on later? Well, it was probably like an Arabic name that was then like. Ah, Jibne. Yeah, does it ever, uh, to you, seem like people just mispronouncing things is way too often the source of how something became the way it was? Uh, you know, I've never thought about it, but I think I could be convinced. It's such a common etymology of like, well, it probably comes from this French word, and when Americans said it, they were just so fucking stupid and slack-jawed that they said it this way, <laughs> and that's why we say it that way now. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. As opposed to really interesting ones like, you know, aluminum versus aluminium? Yeah. Literally two different spellings. It was patented under different names. Oh, so uh, it's not it's really even a different. It's not a. It's not an accent thing. It's literally just two different names for the same thing. Mm. How about urinal versus urinal? Is that? No, that's like yogurt and yogurt. That's just yogurt. the Brits being dumb. Guy, use the piss trough right there. That's up in Australian. They call it the piss trough. Mm. Go in the pisser. <laughs> Crikey, mate! There's a shrimp in the pisser and the barbie. 
Wait, the shrimp on the Barbie or in the pisser or is the shrimp on the Barbie in the pisser? <laughs> What's the folk song about like there's a there's a log in the bottom of the sea? <laughs> it's one of those like compounding ones where it's like there's a frog on a log on the bottom of the sea. <laughs> and then you just keep adding more things. Um yeah, there was a there's a, a shrimp on a Barbie on a pisser. You know what's an odd story that just came to mind? In fifth grade one time, and it's one of those things where it's just like growing up in the South, just trying to figure out my memories and whether somebody was actually this insane or if I have misremembered it. My fifth grade teacher one time, she was doing this thing like she was reading a book. But yeah, she kept going glug, 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 glug whenever she would like do the fake drinking. Mm-hmm. And my only conception of that was from cartoons of when a person was drinking alcohol, they do big glugs. I was like, you drink anything mm-hmm. else? Uh, oh, she was telling a story about her daughter. That's what it was. She was like, and I walk mm-hmm. into the kitchen, she's going glug, glug, glug. I was like, I, I remember just saying like, that, that, isn't that how people drink beer with the glug, glug, glug thing in fifth grade? And she literally screamed at me. <laughs> really? Yeah, about implying that her daughter would be drinking beer. And then, and then, like, literally, it was one of those things where, as a child, I was so shocked and uncomfortable, like, 30 minutes later, she came and apologized to me. God damn, that is a great story. (laughs) (laughs) Growing up in the South, man, sometimes you just can't make sense of your memories. It's just like, did that really happen? That doesn't seem like it should have, but I remember it exactly like that. You know, well, if she apologized, that seems like a good indicator that something wild was happening. Yeah, yeah. She definitely did come apologize. <laughs> I never had anything like that happen to me. Doralee had one of those things happen to her. What, I remember that. What happened to Doralee? Um, in like seventh or eighth grade, she refused to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And so oh. her teacher accused her of being on drugs and searched through her entire backpack in front of the class. Jesus Christ. So, you know, that's just how it goes around there. Fucking I was a good boy. I didn't do any, I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> so I don't have any of these kind of stories. You know, if people have bad stories about growing up in South Carolina with unreasonable adults, that's uh, that's because they weren't behaving correctly. If you behave correctly, you get out there, no scars. I I want to do yeah. I think think a good theme for an episode, and I already have an article, would be uh, children being confused by an illogical world because that's a real vibe I remember of just being like the, yeah. the small things that caused me so much like internal turmoil as a child. All right, let's finally get into these articles. Paul, do you want to go first to Runo or second to Runo? I want to go first to Runo. All right. Uh, so classic Abigail Van Buren doing a Dear Abby this week. Y'all know her. Y'all love her. We're doing Suter continues to pursue woman despite being ghosted. And this is posted uh, by Abby on November 6, 2020. So I'm just going to jump into the question, Adrian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dear Abby. A man has been reaching out to me on social media for three years. He claims to be in love with me after having met me once briefly, and I think I believe him. It's hard to explain, but I think I may feel the same way toward him. The problem is I have ignored him for the last three years. I blocked him on all social media, but he keeps finding ways to contact me. He even had flowers delivered to my house. To tell the truth, I ghosted him because I'm terrified of what our love at first sight connection could mean. I have been hurt in the past and I know a relationship of this magnitude could destroy me emotionally. I feel terrible for ignoring him, but my friends and family insist that he is a stalker and they would never understand if I decided to pursue a relationship with him. I feel paralyzed. What should I do? Signed, Confused Audis. Whew. All right. Paul, you want to unpack this one? Yeah. 
I think it's love at first sight. I think so, too. Yeah, I think she found the one. He knows her address, but he hasn't done anything besides send her flowers. That we know of. You think she left out important details about him, like, coming and knocking on her door and stuff? I was joking because it sounded like the third position to take. Clearly, this guy's a freak. Who would, who would send flowers <laughs> for years? <laughs> for, wait, was it for years? I thought it was just once. He's been reaching out on social media for three years. But I blocked him on all social media, but he kept finding ways to contact me. He even That's had what I was going to say, Paul. How many, different, house. how many different ways are there to contact you? Um... I got email, I got my phone, I got Facebook. Well, but you probably have a school email, a regular email. You probably have mm. a phone. You probably have a sister that might get in contact with you if they had their number mm. and say, hey. I do probably have a sister. <laughs> hey, uh, Adrian, this guy, John, is saying he can't get a hold of you. Mm. Okay, I see what you're saying. There's physical mail. That's true, that's true. There's a, you can like get an airplane in the sky to write out messages. <laughs> Uh, you can get a, uh, a barbershop quartet to come to your house and sing a message. Uh, there's that service that I heard about on the QI podcast where uh, I think they write messages in a potato and send them to people. Yeah, you can use the uh, you can use the Nintendo DS local messaging feature. Um, <laughs> you can stuff an envelope into the uh, a kangaroo sack and have it hop over to their house. If you know where they live, you can use next door and get in their like neighborhood app. There's one of those apps where you can have a stranger online do anything for $5. Um, mm -hmm. You could volunteer for that service where you FaceTime with people who are blind to help them do things, assuming this person is blind and uses that service. You could get an infinite amount of monkeys and give them an infinite amount of time <laughs> to write a message and just hope eventually they also pack yeah. the perfect letter and send it to them in the mail. Yeah, okay. There are a lot of ways to reach somebody. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like she was kind of trying to make it seem a little bit more than it was. There's like six places to reach you, but you're right. You're right. This guy could be for three years is a long time. There's a lot of different avenues to try. A out. lot of wacky ways. He could have gotten the Simpsons writers to do a cold open with him as one of the characters talking to her. <laughs> he could, he could have modified the new toaster that she bought so that it spells out messages from him instead of putting pictures of Jesus in her toast. <laughs> He's slowly bending the iron so it says, I love you <laughs> in her toast. Yeah, no, you don't think that somebody pursuing you for th being blocked and continuing to try to get in contact with you is very clearly like stalker behavior. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that last article that we brought in about uh, the guy who kept saying that he was gay. I mean, that started off with what I was saying was a what seemed like a weird amount of pursuit. So that is true. But uh, maybe I am too sensitive to how much people should pursue people. But that one was they just said he she said at the beginning of the article, he pursued me relentlessly and didn't give us details. If the detail had been that he pursued her through multiple like social media blocks. Well, apparently it works because she's into it. She confused out east it. is like I'm, I appreciate the effort. That is so weird. That is. It sounds like something akin to Stockholm syndrome, but I don't know what the uh, thing would be. Well, the terminology isn't even Stockholm syndrome at this point considered like not a real thing, like not an actual. Probably. I'm sure all psychology is bullshit, but that is true. I think that psychologists this is you're true, on watch. This is the true Stockholm syndrome because he uh, is stalking her house. Pretty good, right? Pretty good. That, we're keeping that in the edit for sure. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't dare to cut it, Adrian. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is a classic. Well, she doesn't really describe what her feelings about this person are in true detail. She just says that she thinks 
I ghosted him because I'm terrified of what our love at first sight connection could mean. I've been hurt in the past. Hmm. Oh no, she's one of those people that's been cheated on that now uses it as an excuse <laughs> to just behave oddly in relationships. I mean, it does seem interesting that the only reason she didn't like say yes to the dude when he first pursued her was because she was interesting like, yeah, that you're taking a pro stalker stance. I think that's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Like, call the police, get him taken care of, file a restraining order. PSA, right now, right here, you've already pitched yourself as an expert on getting a restraining order and helping people with stalking. In the state of California. And I do want to make this clear to our audience. This is legal advice. You can sue us if you take this advice and something goes wrong. Adrian, go. I did not attend the court date because I was back home for Christmas. Would you have? You're a good friend. You're a good roommate. Yeah, she asked me to, yeah. Aw. She got another friend too, but I mean, I helped her with like every step of the process because she was uh, not doing well. Um, <laughs> Seems like a stressful thing to navigate. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, from what I heard, the court case uh, was hectic enough that the judge was like, oh, yeah, this is uh, <laughs> we should probably put a restraining order on this. dude." <laughs> Wait, can we can we can we riff on how that court case went like the? <laughs> yeah, sure. The boyfriend walks in and he's just immediately up at the front. How can I trust her? She locks up all of her windows. <laughs> Look, Mr. Judge Man, you're telling me you're going to buy a grappling hook and not test it out? It's just, I would drive and buy. It happened to be at that building. It's got the right angle on the roof. That's what That's what I was doing. Is it true that you stalked her at her day job? I, what am I going to do? Shop at Walmart? Target's my place. <laughs> that's, where, that's where I go. I love the everyday low prices. <laughs> but yeah, you want to how how do you how do you file a restraining order in California? And once again, this is legal advice. Sue us if this goes wrong. <laughs> well, if you're in Yolo County, you have to go to the Woodland uh, Courthouse and uh, you file the paperwork online on the second floor. Okay. Uh, and then once you submit your like evidence and issues and stories and anecdotes and then basic information, uh, they set up a court date for you and the person who's stalking you. Um, and you have to have someone serve them too, which you can do basically by anyone. So she actually had one of her friends, uh, so they used to work together. So she had a mutual friend from, uh, there who was on her side, actually go to his house, knock on the door and give him the warrant of like, by the way, you're being served. It's uh, it works that way. So once he was aware of the fact, then he had to attend the court date. And that was, uh, that was the part that I wasn't there for, but yeah, it was granted. Mm. So I think it was a year and then it, they can decide on whether or not to extend it after it's, uh, gone up. And I have no idea what happened after the mm. full year. Okay. I did pass by him once with my car, and uh, that was a weird interaction. Oh, I didn't talk to him. He, but, like, he knew he, you like, were definitely scared. He knew me down. you were like part of uh, her squad. He knew I wasn't happy about him breaking into our apartment <laughs> and like hiding in our shower. <laughs> oh, really? He hid in your shower? Yeah, yeah, for a while. Because uh, I think how has this uh, not come up on pod before? This is so crazy. <laughs> how have you not ever to, told me about this? <laughs> He yeah he hid in our shower. I think he was really drunk, so I think he didn't really know what the plan was for once he like broke in. So he literally hid in our shower. So you're telling me when I'm going to take a shower, and I get a little bit scared in the back of my mind. You should be afraid. Yes, hiding behind it. <laughs> uh, and I think part of the thing he complained about in the court case was that uh, me and my roommate were. Um... You guys took too long to get home. <laughs> like they left me in that shower for hours. <laughs> no, 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 me and my uh, roommate were in bed together because she was like, 
very freaked out. And so uh, we were watching Comedy Bang Bang on my laptop. And I think we finished the whole episode before we like heard the noise and realized that like he was just in the shower waiting to presumably talk to her or I don't it never I didn't, I didn't think he ever would seem like he's gonna get violent but it definitely did not seem uh super uh, chill uh so. <laughs> and look Mr. Judge I would like it noted in the court's records that that comedy bang bang episode was not funny and was much too long I was in that shower for nearly <laughs> he was hour. like I did not like Zach Reno's third bit of the <laughs> that wasn't Zach Reno I can't remember who it was I want that noted on the official court record <laughs> By the way, that is actually I remember the episode of Comedy Bang Bang. It's a really good one. <laughs> it's because it's it's the one that I had saved on my computer because I like it so much. You guys should have just uh, watched infamous stalking movies, like all those '90s movies. There's like that one where the girl marries a cop and then he won't like leave her alone. Mm. I mean, so the thing was that like we realized that there were clearly ways he was able to get into the apartment that we didn't really know how he was doing it at a certain point. I guess there's only so many entry points, but um, yeah, because of that, we just went to a Denny's and like didn't stay there for the night. And uh, I think I had work the next day. So it was very inconvenient for me. Um, but uh, yeah. Jesus uh, fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, it, it got crazy enough to where like she had friends come over at certain points and then she was even by one of them offered like a firearm for like safety and she uh, refused because she was very anti-guns. But uh, I think that might be a situation where you take the firearm. Yeah, I guess so. Unless he sneaks back into your bathtub where you keep the firearm. and then <laughs> Now he has a gun. Look, Mr. Judge Man, you would not believe how bad the water pressure is at their apartment. I just want that noted by the court. <laughs> I keep saying Mr. Judge fan because I couldn't remember the title for Your Honor till right now. <laughs> that wasn't uh, me doing honor. a bit about him being dumb. I just forgot. That was me being dumb. I forgot the word for Your Honor. Um, do you want to put this guy's name on blast? He would definitely sue us. That'd be kind of fun. That would get us some publicity. That's cool. I actually don't remember his name. I think he messaged me on Facebook. That's how he got, got in contact with me once to apologize for breaking in the first time. <laughs> before breaking in the second time awesome and i literally told him i was like don't message me again just leave her alone <laughs> um Ooh, you got adrian i didn't know you had tough guy energy oh i had big tough guy energy <laughs> uh no no i think uh i don't know where the message would be but uh i just thought it was ridiculous like i really thought like i mean i, I love my roommate i think she's a great person she's not worth breaking into an apartment for <laughs> i think mm -hmm. he could have found somebody else yeah. Um, he's lucky he got off with just a restraining order and not a breaking and entering charge that's true that's a felony right i'm sure it is yeah that does kind of remind me of a story from college of when we got our house broken into and then like a couple nights later and they left uh they just stole like a couple like high value things and left mm. and a couple nights later they stole your uh paul's big ideas notebook <laughs> <laughs> And is it a coincidence that a couple of years later, TikTok got big? <laughs> is it a coincidence that Pizza Hut came out with the <laughs> stuffed crust, pizzaless pizza? But no, yeah, a couple nights later, my roommates, they were out on the porch smoking cigarettes and they come back in and they're like, there's a guy army crawling through our backyard. I was like, what? Holy shit. Like, what did, did you say anything to them? They're like, no, we saw him and we came in here. We freaked out. I was like, what the fuck? Like... They're the guy in our backyard, and it's clearly the guy who robbed us coming back in the weirdest possible way. Mm. And so I grabbed a fire poker, and I ran out there. <laughs> I, guess, I guess my plan was to murder him with a fire poker. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Paul just running out with the uh, bottle of Jack Daniel that he had and then the uh, A shirt that he was wearing because we can't call it a wife beater anymore. <laughs> and then his fire poker. But by the time, I guess when they'd come in, I, they probably like stood up and he saw that there was people mm-hmm. and he left. So I just like fire poked through the backyard a little bit and he wasn't around. <laughs> I really That's don't sad. know what my plan was. I don't know. Like a fire poker, it's like you can't really like defend yourself with it. You're either going to go for murder or for nothing. I don't, I don't know if I was prepared to kill a man or not. <laughs> it seemed like you were. It seemed like you were kind of down to clown. I think in retrospect, it just seemed like a silly thing to have grabbed. No, it's very silly. Um. Um, that's about it. You want to jump to the answer? Oh, yeah. Oh, do we have actual advice for this person? It, and this is apparently, this is pretty recent. They could still use this advice. Oh, yeah. They might, st- it already had gone on for three years. It could definitely still be in the process of going on. Uh, yeah. I think you're, you should listen to your family and, uh, not, uh, you know, find another dude. That's probably be fine. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't think this guy's your soulmate. Although, as we kind of mentioned before the episode, uh, the way that rom-coms work, uh, if this was an attractive man, this would be a really good uh, uh, rom-com movie. Yeah. How horrified do you think every person she told the story to would be if they actually did get together? I think you lie about the... I, I think you don't tell all the gory details about the social media part and just mm. say, for three years he pursued me and I wasn't interested. And then it sounds mm. kind of romantic. Still kind of sounds creepy, even without the being blocked. <laughs> yeah. Three years is just too long. Like... It goes back to something we've talked about with previous columns. I just don't get the person who gets a single no and keeps pursuing. Like, the idea... Mm-hmm. But that's a modern thing, because, right, there's, like, all those stories about, like, people in the 1950s. It's like, I got your grandma. Every day I would come to her papa house with a, you know, nickel in my hat. Mm-hmm. What, whatever they were doing back then. So I guess it's like... And a- he was like, if you carry up the pig up the mountain every day to get water, and then you carry Madame Zaroni up the mountain... <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my triggers as a child is her laughing and like them doing the editing on that like literally freaked me the out as a kid 50 opacity madam the roadie yeah. mounted laugh <laughs> that legit was like one of the things as a kid that scared me even though my dad let me watch like actual horror movies and stuff of that age was uh madam zaroni laughing uh and the editing on that scene but if you forget about madam zaroni you and your family will be cursed forever <laughs> That is such a good movie. One of the few cases of a movie that's better than the book. Interesting. I like the book, too. And then also, uh, famously, one of your enemies, your celeb enemies is in it. Yeah, one of my celeb enemies, uh, Shia LaBeouf. But, you know, this was before he was old enough to have annoying personality disorder. Mm. APD. If a relationship of this magnitude could destroy you emotionally, then I do not recommend pursuing it. Sane individuals who have been ignored for three years usually take the hint and walk away. Listen to your family. What this man has been doing is to say the least unusual and could indeed be dis- and could indeed be considered stalking. Man, how of all the advice columnists is Abby the most long-lived? Yeah, I don't get... I guess it's because... She, there's nothing to critique about abby she's literally just like gotta answer straight down the center we put more effort into making this show than she does into any single advice column Mm -hmm. she answers it's crazy how much this must have been typed up in seconds literally on the toilet yeah if, if, if somebody put more than 10 minutes of thought into that answer that that was way too much time 
And that's including, like, all editing and, like, emailing it to her, like, publisher, every step of the process. If that all together took more than 10 minutes, that was too much time. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty disappointing from Abby, um, but she technically didn't say anything wrong, I guess. Yeah, no, she was right. And she was right. Probably don't pursue that. But also, it's not the original Abby, so do we consider Abby long-lived? There's much, like, Dear Prudence is much more popular nowadays mm. and it's not even the original abby so it's like eh. it's not even the original dear prudence yeah oh yeah that's also true um i think my take on this well i mean what's the advice because the advice was just don't pursue the relationship which yeah. is not going to stop him stalking her right like she didn't actually give any actionable advice on how but to the, like... the, but that wasn't what the lady was asking it was whether or not she should pursue this guy mm. despite her family right so she was like, you know, if he keeps stalking me, that's just flattering. Yeah. So, okay. I think Abby hit cool. it out of the park. All right. Abby's right. All right. Big facts, no cap. Let's get out of here. <laughs> you don't want to do your call over the third segment? <laughs> no, no, no. Let's, let's do both of those. Uh, let me just get another drink real quick. Okay. So uh, I'm bringing in Ask E. Jean, which uh, is from Elle Magazine. And it's kind of weird that we haven't brought it in before. Yeah. It's actually kind of... Have we? Yeah, we absolutely have. Did you? I haven't brought it in before. I've I've brought it in, or unless I really thought about it at one point and then didn't. But like, I I mean, I do the I do the descriptions. Like, I feel like I would know if we did ask Eugene. Uh, Maybe I've just looked through it and didn't pick one. Yeah, it's definitely it's one of the longest running advice columns ever. Um, before she got fired. But yeah, I'm fairly confident we haven't done one before from her. Um. Yeah, she was fired from L uh, for suing Donald Trump um, about uh, sexual assault allegations, but that does not define her. E. Jean Carroll was raised in a red brick schoolhouse in Indiana. She was a cheerleader all her life. She was homecoming queen and many other types of uh, crowning achievements before becoming a journalist, writing for Esquire and Outside, published a bunch of books and became the first woman to walk from the Telefomen in Papua New Guinea across the Star Mountains to the border of Iran Jaya. Uh, she wrote L. She wrote Ask E. Jean for L for 27 years. Um, she's had two husbands, 17 dogs, and lived nine lives. And she's now writing for The Atlantic and Vanity Fair. So wait, why did L fire her for suing Trump? Was it because it was like a libelist lawsuit? or I don't actually know. I, I couldn't read the article because it was a New York Times article. Oh, so. damn. Yeah, I clicked on the link, but couldn't read it. She also has a cat named Vagina T Fireball. That's stupid. What 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 does that she call is, her for short? She doesn't say. Vagina T or Fireball or Fire or Ball or Vag or Ina or Ina. Uh, anyways, that's the little bio of my life in seven. Uh, my life in seven pictures from her website. But let's get into her advice column. Ask E. Jean. My ER doctor is stalking me, but I'm too nice to confront him about it from june 28 2017 you don't have an er doctor you 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 see a doctor at the er but it's not like your doctor yeah okay is that what she means just like that by my er doctor like the doctor she has a lot of emergencies and she goes to the same guy every time okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my er guy (laughs) my My er guy (laughs) if you need a guy i got a great er guy (laughs) that seems like a killer idea for an nbc sitcom is like uh, it's a show called EMT, and it's about the people who drive the ambulances. 
but it's like a goofy comedy and the first episode mm. sets them up as like lovable scamps because there's like an old lady that they have to see frequently for falls Mm-hmm. and the episode is every time she's in the back of the van they're like crazy to see you here again miss smith or whatever like elbowing her and she's like you boys and but they're they're cheering her up with their whimsical ways that would be good nbc get in get in touch with me <laughs> all right <laughs> dear e Jean, when i visited the er i'd sprained my wrist the doctor and i seemed to feel a genuine connection and spark he was in his early 30s good looking professional I assumed he was involved with someone, but he seemed nervous. I was too. And when he asked if I had a boyfriend, I was so flustered, I just said yes, but I didn't. Fast forward a couple of years, I've recently discovered that I've been followed by several private investigators hired by the doctor. I was informed by one of his PIs who didn't seem to like the doctor that much. I then hired my own investigator, I went to the police, but they were no help, and it turned out the doctor has set up private investigators as tenants in the townhouse across from mine that was for rent, and he ordered me to be videotaped going in and out. What? The police say that hiring PIs is legal, and photographing private citizens in public is okay. The doctor seemed so nice, so quote-unquote normal. However, what he's done and is still doing is not normal. We did seem to like each other, but I'm too nice a person and I'm too afraid to confront him and tell him to stop. I imagine he'll deny everything. I don't know what to do. I've been told my beauty is intimidating to guys. Is he so fearful of rejection that this is all he could think to do? From no exit from the ER. So this is a, uh, this falls into the category of questions that are just humble brags. This falls into the category of question that seems so unbelievable that maybe she has one of those like gang stalking mental illnesses where she thinks she's being followed. <laughs> but I don't think so. If this is true, holy shit. Like just the ER doctor has the money. Do they? He's got the they money. They have that sort yeah. of money to buy an extra apartment and hire multiple. Oh yeah. He's also single and probably doesn't have kids. Yeah, it still seems like a massive burden on it. Like, he, it's still a big, that would still be like, I, I have no idea, but like my off-the-cuff guesstimation of how much this sort of thing would cost to keep on for a year would be like close to a hundred to 200000 Worth it. Also, I think this is probably a uh, bored-to-death situation where he's getting like Craigslist PIs. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take it at face value. It's actually happening. That's horrifying, and I feel like should definitely be illegal if it's not. Like, one PI for- That is- Like, goddamn, dude, the police are so fucking useless. Yeah, like her going to the police, and they're just like, well, he has money, so he can can do that. It's like, I don't think that's how it should work. (laughs) Like, technically, he is a white guy, so- (laughs) So, ma'am, why don't you just chill out for a second, okay? Come back to us if you have a Guatemalan man, but- (laughs) Take the hint. Uh, yeah what is her thing about wanting to confront him do not confront this man yeah he's got access to scalpels uh different types of other equipment <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 he can uh he's got access to a morgue or whatever the thing is where you stuff dead bodies i would say what was her idea to hire her own pi <laughs> yeah what was up with that <laughs> that's such a cool PI. idea um, what would that accomplish yeah, that's wild. Um, I'm trying to think of advice. I don't even know. Um, go Rambo 2 on them. Stop spraining your wrist, girl. 
You can't be a woman in this society and sprain your wrist and go to the doctor. It's not safe. Yeah. Ooh, that this is my uh suggestion for uh this is my suggestion for the medical industry in general. Stop making those uh gowns so flattering. Mm. It's a real good silhouette. It's a real good silhouette. Plus you got the back open, you're showing a little bit of back. Oof. Oof. Who can blame a doc? <laughs> Who can blame a doctor? <laughs> Wait, do you think she sprained her wrist and they put her in one of those gowns? <laughs> <laughs> On his insisting, he was like, no, she needs to be in one of the gowns. Well, was, was that, a, that was a joke from Scrubs, right? The doctor that always makes you take off your pants no matter what you go in for. Oh, damn. Fast forward a couple of years. We brought in weirdly similar articles where like, Two people who are kind of into their stalkers, and it's been multiple years. Well, she's not kind of into him. She seems thoroughly freaked well, out. Yeah, but she was originally into him. Well, she 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 said it was like amicable, and maybe like she didn't hate him, but it didn't seem like she was into. He was him. in his early thirties, good looking and professional. I assumed he was involved with someone. Okay, okay. But he seemed nervous. I did. I was too. And then he asked if I had a boyfriend. And what was her answer to that? I was so flustered, I just said yes, oh. but I didn't. Oh, you think he knew she was lying, and that was how this like whole thing, like, how this all started, because he just hired the first PI to figure out if she did have a boyfriend. And oh, then, you know what? That's not what I meant, but that seems like you're on the right track. And maybe. then he just became addicted to hiring PI. <laughs> the rush. <laughs> the rush he got from learning he about He really her. likes the process of interviewing <laughs> private investigators. <laughs> No, I think she's totally right. She should hire PIs to investigate his PIs. <laughs> we can let her know whenever they're following her. What do you think his big plan is, though, if he hasn't acted on this in a couple of years and he's just tracking her movements? I think he just likes gathering data. I think he's making some cool graphs. That is disturbing, right? That's the part that kind of makes it... It's disturbing that it's legal. It's disturbing that it's legal, but That's it's also so the fucked. part that makes it seem more like it's not just like some person with a weird because if it was right it's 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 disturbing if it's one pi but it's like i don't know maybe he did want to figure out if she had a well no because she's it's clearly if somebody isn't interested in you you don't hire well, clearly someone you have to them. you have to hire several of them because like you get this one dude who's a rat yeah. who apparently doesn't like you <laughs> and is like telling her what's going on <laughs> Uh, I'm disturbed by the legality of this, and then also that some of these PIs don't stick to the code. <laughs> you know what also, I mean? Also, it's like a Costco situation. You get a discount if you buy PIs in bulk. So. <laughs> That's how he affords it. Oh. <laughs> He's he renting a townhouse. <laughs> it's literally... Okay, Paul, retract what you said earlier. This is the sitcom we're submitting to NBC. <laughs> The Brady Bunch, but it's P.I.s in a house together. And one of them falls in love with her, and she falls in love with them. Oh, shit, dog. So he has to use his P.I. abilities to make sure that they don't see her with yeah. him, because the doctor will know and, like, get him, like, a full... He'll, he'll probably go to the Silk Road and get, like, a fucking $50,000 hit on from him, From the... No, because he'll fire him from the cushiest job in existence of living in a paid-for townhouse. <laughs> and all you have to do is film someone go in and out of their apartment once a that day. That is true. He has a cushy-ass job, and he's gonna leave it because of love. That's a beautiful story. All right, Paul. Good, actionable advice from Paul. 
this one is tough because it should just be illegal. It should be considered targeted harassment too. And I feel like it probably is. These cops just don't know what they're talking about. And if it's not, we need to change that law. It should not be legal to just like hire that many PIs to to follow someone. That should be considered harassment. What are your thoughts on um telling his workplace? It probably wouldn't change anything, right? Well, it, it might get rid of the income he has to do this. Do you think they would fire someone based on like unprovable allegations that well That's they're true. probably pretty provable yeah maybe they would they, they can get to his bank account well i don't think they would be allowed to i don't think your workplace but has there's to. also the thing that if he's doing something that's technically legal they could still just be like well we can't i don't know well a patient doctor confidentiality i don't think he can give her address to people to pis mm. and i don't think as a doctor he can legally cross those sort of boundaries so i think what he's doing is technically probably should yeah. get him fired, but I don't like you said. I don't know how provable it is. Oh. Man, it is uh tough to be a woman in this world. It seems like, like again, yeah. I'm just gonna say it seems like this is probably like this isn't more common than we realize. But I'm sure like no, no, like, this is more common. Than <laughs> this is more common than we realize. Agent, I can't tell you the number of times a woman has come to me and said, "Paul, I've broken my, I've broken my arm. I don't know what to do. I can't go to the ER. You know what happens if you go to the ER." <laughs> Oh, did she include a picture with her post so we could uh, verify her claim that she's so gorgeous that men are too scared to talk to her? No, she did not include a picture about how intimidating her beauty is. That's kind of um, selfish of her. That was the language she used, right? My, I've been told my beauty is intimidating. Yeah. Damn. And, she, and she's still single? Yeah, I guess so. Because if, like, again, if she had been coming out with a guy... And had a partner, I assumed he would have put a hit on him, so. <laughs> also, unrelated, every boyfriend I've had in the last three years has disappeared in, uh, <laughs> in dubious circumstances. Uh, Paul, let me ask you real quick. Mm -hmm. um, for you, in the way that you are in life, is this enough for you to want to move somewhere? Or would you just stay where you are and try and figure out the issue? Mm. I think... I, I don't have an answer to that, but that question has led me to an actually a solution. Reminded me of something. Why doesn't she get a job as a PI mm. at one of these firms? Get, get Presumably the townhouse across from her that he bought to spy on her. Probably a nicer place than hers. She can move in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, that's that's season two of P.I. House. And then all she has to do is write. She has to take a picture of herself. Every, <laughs> you're right. That is it's like Spider-Man at that point. Yeah. She has to take a picture of herself <laughs> leaving her apartment every day and otherwise just gets a really cushy job. And she gets another paycheck. Where he's just like, how is it they're able to get such close up pictures of her every time? <laughs> <laughs> they're so crisp and clear. Also, why do you always FaceTime you me a in a dark stick? room? <laughs> just send me this P.I. information. All right. I think I'm ready for the answer. Yeah, I think I need guidance on this because I have no idea what I would actually write to this person. Miss No Exit. Your wits, temporarily, no doubt, my love, have deserted you. Dr. Nervous is bankrolling a pack of private dicks to tail you and planning God only knows what further abominations. And you, Miss Nice Person, are writing to Auntie E because you're worried that you may be intimidating to him? I admire your sang-froid, but this crawling, skulking, spying, ta townhouse renting, chicken-livered, 
dangerous little quack should be in jail. Hire a lawyer specializing in, here comes a brain mangler, the Health Insurance, Portability, and Accountability Act, HIPAA. In these bizarre times when Uncle Sam is hacking your calls, texts, emails, packages, etc., one mighty fortress of privacy remains in America, your health information. And when your lawyer informs the hospital and its bloated band of legists that this doc, using private information that you provided in the ER, is paying PIs to have you followed and videotaped, they will, to employ a medical term, totally freak. You may file the complaint yourself using this link, but you're in such a romantic, we did seem to like each other, and so sweet-tempered, is he so fearful of rejection, that I think it's wise to have a warrioress lawyer at your side who will have a restraining order issued against Dr. Goodlooking if he dares flick an eyelash in your direction. You must gather proof that this doc is paying to have you followed and make vigorous arrangements for your own safety, and please think twice before allowing your lawyer to shellack the hospital for excessive damages. Or... We will all foot the bill with the higher insurance costs. Is that what we're worried about? What? She said don't actually sue them? Hold on, hold on. No, get that bag. Gather, Are you kidding you me? You must gather proof that the doc is paying to have you follow to make vigorous arrangements for your own safety. And please think twice before allowing your lawyer to shellack the hospital for excessive damages. Or we will all foot the bill with higher insurance costs. Yeah. That's so stupid. What the fuck, Eugene? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Piece of shit. So- Should have been fired. So much for the advice portion of this answer. Now, a word in your shell-like ear. The twaddle that you've been told you intimidate guys. Come on. Every female is told she intimidates men. It's total crap. If women intimidated men, we'd be heading 100% of the Fortune 500 companies instead of 4% of them. The truth is, we are not intimidating to men enough. Good luck. Let me know how you are doing. I think... Wait, I think so obviously the, 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 the answer not only had girl boss energy at the end and not only had don't actually make my insurance rate go up. It started off so well. It started <laughs> off just, so well and went and then nose dive. And then just straight up like, hey, honey, you're not as pretty as you think you are. <laughs> yeah. Lean in. That was super unnecessary. Also, like obviously two different definitions of the word intimidating two different uses of the word come on like she understands the basics of a word having multiple like definitions and con like in different connotations having like slightly different meanings it's not intimidating in the same way (laughs) what the fuck is up with this This answer answer is out of pocket bro (laughs) the hippie thing was totally right it's something we mentioned that totally makes sense i do not understand the don't sue them because my insurance rates will go up what a weird attitude to take this guy's fucking having gangs of people stalk her like get the bag (laughs) yeah that's an incredible amount of emotional trauma um I don't know what she's thinking on this one. <laughs> Do you think she's like, I've never been stalked before, so this is attacking my beauty as a cheerleader, like, prom queen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did seem like she was upset that there was somebody more attractive than her. What was that whole, you that couldn't would possibly dare be. Think. <laughs> you couldn't possibly be so attractive. <laughs> the twaddle that you've been told that you intimidate guys? Come on. <laughs> italicized. 
clearly there's gorgeous people out there. There's also men who I'm sure intimidate women. In fact, I know there is. What? Who's that guy? Yeah. Like Aquaman or whatever. Like there are oh, gorgeous people in this world. Like I don't know what to tell you, Eugene. <laughs> it happened. And clearly it's intimidating, not as in the same way where it's intimidating that somebody scares you in a business sense. <laughs> it's <laughs> intimidating like, yeah, as yeah, in yeah. like. <laughs> if Jason Momoa was actually intimidating to women, he would be in charge of Amazon, not Jeff Bezos. <laughs> come on like what that just felt like somebody who put no thought into anything just like what words come to mind next like yeah why attack the question asker who is like zero percent in the wrong here it is it's odd right yeah what a what a what an interesting answer all right yeah uh that was a wild one i'm not gonna lie i don't have much more to say about either of those things uh Maybe we should bring, uh, maybe we'll do an episode where the theme is redemption and we can bring like Ask Polly and uh, E. Jean back to like maybe redeem themselves with their answers. But uh, that was a weird one from her. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, yeah. We'll yeah. do the girl bosses who for some reason attack the women who write into their columns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's an even more specific theme. Yeah, I like that. All right, let's go to the third segment, Paul. We kind of, uh, we've alluded to it a little bit in terms of uh, what the kind of idea is, but do you want to lay it out for the audience? Yeah, we've done this before, the Wikipedia game, right? So mm-hmm. our third segment is going to be um, another version of the Wikipedia game. But this week we're doing stalking. And one of the most common types of stalking, celebrity stalking. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna find some of our uh, favorite celebrities. Uh, so we're going to play the Wikipedia game. Me and Adrian are going to hit random on Wikipedia, go to two random mm-hmm. articles. And person who can get to the celebrity in the least number of clicks. This uh, this is a segment called Celebrity Stalking. Celebrity Stalking, and Paul, do you have the celebrities in mind, or no? I I thought we could uh, I thought we could figure them out together. Uh, somebody who we share. So I guess we should pick media that we're both big fans of, like uh, things we've. <laughs> let's do uh, let's do what's his name the the Indian guy who went to work for the Obama administration from Harold and Kumar. Calpen. Yeah, let's do Calpen. <laughs> There's multiple routes to Calpen. All roads lead to Calpen. All roads lead to Calpen. You can go politics. You can go <laughs> comedy. Politics, medicine to get the house. Oh yeah, comedy. Harold and Kumar, Guantanamo Bay. That's going to be my strategy. Keep naming <laughs> things you remember get... that he's been in, so that I. <laughs> uh, he was in Lady and the Tramp. He was in uh, Wizard of Oz. He was <laughs> the, in the 1940s version. <laughs> yeah, he was in um. Yeah, all those. So you know all those. Okay. Those I evenly shuffled those around so that those are equal false positives and false negatives. All right, Wikipedia. Uh, all right, Calpen. Well, yep. First random. It went straight to his page. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would it be I if win. you did and you just had no way of telling me without seeming like an obvious liar? <laughs> oh shit! I got a horrible article. All right, Paul, why don't you start us off? I got go first. Oxypelodia conjica. Uh, Which is? It's a species of... Pre- it's literally a one-line Wikipedia page. There's one line. Nice. A species of praying mantis in the family Hymenpodidae. It is native to Central Africa. So I have two options to click on on this page. I can click on... Praying mantis? Praying mantis or Hymenpodidae. Or I can click on the side, the scientific classification, any of those. That might be a good idea. Uh, 
the family is a flower. I can you can hover in this game, right? Like to see sort of what the word means. Yeah, that does that does give you the first paragraph, but I'll allow it. But watch yourself. <laughs> uh, this one is tough. I might just click on Animalia. Um, and just go straight from uh, human down. <laughs> human down to more specific <laughs> humans. <laughs> this is tough. I really have no idea what to do here. Okay, I've, I've clicked on animal. So my page is Johann Christian Thaden. Johann Christian Anton Thaden, born 13 September 1714 in Steinbeck, Mecklenburg, died in October in Berlin, was the Surgeon General of the Prussian Army and personal doctor to Frederick the Great, a medical researcher, alchemist, and leading Freemason in Roscurian. Uh, maybe I should go for alchemist and I can get to doctor from there, maybe? Or is I don't Cal know Penn why you would think doctor would have Dr. House at the page for it, but I like I how your brain works. <laughs> don't really know how to get to Calpen. I'm not going to lie. It's not a Kevin Bacon situation. Okay, here is what I'm going to do. I'm going to click on Berlin to try and get into some international politics to get into American politics. Mm. So my move, I'm clicking on Berlin. Now, the question is, do you think the page for Obama has Cal Penn in it anywhere? That's a good, that's a good question. That's kind of what I'm going for. I'm going to click on animals and culture. Maybe there's a page for the tiger that, uh, that, that they ride in, in the first, uh, Harold and Kumar movie. So I'm going to click on the link for animals and culture. <laughs> that's actually a good idea. Um, going to twin towns and sister cities. Uh, Los Angeles is a sister city of Berlin, so that's going to be my move. I'm moving a little bit away from politics and going more into Hollywood to see if I can get it there. I could go to Hollywood and the animals in in culture thing. There's mm. a thing right here for Ken Loach. I wish I knew more about Calpen. <laughs> <laughs> if only we knew about Calpen. <laughs> There's links in animals and films to anthropods and films and birds and films, but not tigers or big cats and films. <laughs> what? Even after Tiger King? I know. You would think. Okay, I think I'm going to click on Ken Loach's page. I think you might actually be ahead of me because I'm going to click on list of people from Los Angeles. Well, he's a British filmmaker, so he's not quite. I mean, I think the best I can do now is try and get into a co-star thing. Okay, I'm going to click on the page for Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> okay that's not a bad move Ugh. all right let's see let's see so if it helps you which i don't think it will is that i know he played robin's boyfriend on how i met your mother for a while um i do not remember that and i felt like i watched that show i'm getting a little tired of looking through it so i'm going to do wait what's the guy um oh fuck what's the guy who's the guy who plays marshall uh uh forgetting sarah marshall who was that guy jason siegel that's it jason siegel okay i bet he's from schoolboy q maybe I should click on him jason siegel okay all right and i already have my next option locked and loaded president barack obama i have mine locked and loaded which i'm going to click how i met your mother as soon as i see it i met your mother locked and loaded all right so I don't think Cal <laughs> Barack Obama's page is unnaturally long. I won't spend too much time looking through it, but I probably He's lived many lives. 
I should probably just find the one for his White House staff because I don't think Cal Penn is making the actual page. <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna... I'm not sure if I should click on presidency of Barack Obama or first hundred days of Barack Obama's presidency. Mm. Or social policy of the Barack Obama. Mm. That doesn't seem good. Is that what Cal did? I have no idea what he did. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to click on first hundred days. Maybe White House appointments would be under there. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. All right, my turn? Yes. All right, under uh, season seven of How I Met Your Mother, I'm going to click Cal Penn. Damn it. And win the game. Uh, Robin meets a therapist, Kevin. Cal Penn. Kalpin Suresh Modi, born April 23rd, 1977, known professionally as Cal Penn, is an American actor, former White House staff member in the Barack Obama administration, and that's the first sentence. Okay, next celeb. Alright, is uh, this on me? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to do my favorite celebrity of all time, uh, which is, as mentioned earlier, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain, okay. I think Paul might edge me on uh, information on this one. So uh, really I've watched his it. show a lot. I don't know a lot about his life. I'll let you go first since I went first last time. All right. I am in a similar situation as Paul last time because my article is Fortune Ore. Fortune Willis Ore, born 26 October 1997, is a Beninese professional footballer who plays as a defender for Vanus B. In 2014, he made six appearances for the Benin national team. Uh, I'm going to click. Oh, Venice or Von Von B is a French football club. So I'm going to click there and uh, see if I can get to like cuisine from there. All right. I got um, Cyclone Fennel. Uh, intense tropical cyclone Fennel was the first cyclone of tropical cyclone status to strike Midwestern Madagascar since cyclone fame one year prior. It formed in January of 2009 in the Mozambique Channel. I think I'm going to try to, in a much darker way than you, get to food by going through the World Food Program. Mm. I am going to... Uh, ooh, there's not a lot here actually, especially because French is put together with French football, so there's no way to click on just France. All right, I'm just gonna click the link for football and see if I can get to it from there. Okay, I'm gonna click on tourism in Rome. Oof. Okay, that is a good that is a good move. <laughs> I have no idea this is gonna work, but I'm gonna click on World War Two. I'm really just shooting from the hip on this one. Uh, I'll keep the ball rolling since it seems like we're both having a hard time here. And I'm going to click on the article for The Guardian uh, publication. North Africa, East Africa, Italy, Japan. Oh, Italy. I'll just click on Italy. Oh, it goes to fascist Italy. I did not realize that was... Uh, can, I, can, I do a, can I do a mulligan on that? Or that... <laughs> nope. <laughs> You're stuck with it. <laughs> I don't think they were known for their cuisine. <laughs> I think... From here, my best hope is going to be if The Guardian somehow has a connection to CNN, because it does link to a lot of other media companies. <laughs> um, oh, dear God. I didn't think of that. That's how I should have gotten to it. I should have been aiming for one of his networks, like CNN or what was, uh, or mm -hmm. Travel Channel. Yes, CNN. Fuck. Under Guardian's okay. films, some of which have been shown in compilation by CNN International. Whew. 
I'm going to click on Protestant Christians. Okay. <laughs> See where that goes for me. Parts Unknown concluded after the 2018 deaths by suicide of host Anthony Bourdain, RIP. CNN announced several new miniseries and docuseries for 2019. Clicked on Anthony Bourdain. Goddamn. All right. Tiebreaker round? Tiebreaker round. All right, Paul, who are we going for? Okay, let's go for somebody we both know, somebody we both care about. Somebody we both love. Who we both love. Somebody who would we want to stalk. Let's not lose sight of uh, what we're doing here. We're stalking these celebrities. Oh, that's true. Let's do, let's let's do a uh, let's do a uh, female non-binary celebrity. Kevin Mompo, you a dirty dog. Who would you <laughs> want to stalk? Let's do contrapoints then. <laughs> oh, Natalie Wynn. Yeah, Natalie Wynn. All right, let's do it. That sounds hard. <laughs> but let's do <laughs> well, it. I mean, we're we're gonna have to find our way to YouTube. Well, even YouTube probably wouldn't have her. Oh, you're right. This is gonna be hard. All right. I've already started. I already clicked. Okay, I'll uh, I'll start this time. Uh, okay, I got Sniper Elite, the video game. Sniper Elite, also oh, known as Sniper damn. Elite Berlin 1945, is a 2005 third-person tactical shooter stealth game developed by Rebellion Development. And I have Greece Women's National Under-16 Basketball Team. <laughs> I think that one explains itself. <laughs> <laughs> who does an under 16 national team even play i love how tiny europe is that they have under 16 national teams <laughs> could you imagine the u.s having an under 16 national team i think i'm gonna click on nazi germany and hope i can get to nazis and then to people who de-nazi people <laughs> de-radicalizing nazis that's a good idea that's, i think that's my uh yeah hopefully the oh shit warmacht is not gonna have a neo-nazi section oh well <laughs> I'm going to click on Greece and just get out of this, whatever this is. Okay, I'm going to, I already think I know what I want to click on next. Uh, the historical revisionism section has the myth of the clean Wehrmacht. I don't think this is the way to get to her, but I'm going to do Greek philosophy as my next one. Ooh, she she was a philosophy major in college. She was getting her yeah. PhD in that before moving to YouTube. Okay, I think I'm actually going to go backwards to Nazis, but this time to the actual Nazi page <laughs> okay. instead of the Warmacht page. I could see why that would pique your interest in general. <laughs> uh, I think I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm going to go to the general philosophy page and hope that maybe it gets me the philosophy tube and then I can get to like bread tube and counterpoints. I don't really know. Okay, I'm going to click on... I, I, should I click on Neo-Nazi? This one, Adrian, I'm asking you for real advice here. Neo-Nazism mm -hmm. or white supremacist? Oh, neo-Nazi, I think, is more in her actual okay. vernacular. This is also not good for me, but I'm going to do women in philosophy and just pray. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it's going to, yeah, it's going to be the, like, the issue of, like, academic versus whether that page, like, actually has her, because she's actually important to how people engage with that in the modern world versus but like if it's gonna be an old if i get to do article <laughs> <laughs> i guess it's more of a gender studies person oh america's united states okay i can't now i'm between racism in the united states or radical <laughs> right in the united states <laughs> okay now i can from here i'm gonna click on the uh alt-right i'm gonna click on queer theory i guess Okay. This is a very roundabout way to get there, but... Not a horrible idea. It's not, it's not a very stacked page, to be honest. The The page for the alt-right has a lot of, like, different places I could be looking, like... 
Worst comes to worst, there's a place for reactions to the alt-right, but I'm just trying to look mm. through things like harassment section. It doesn't look like... I don't think they've ever, like, targetedly harassed Natalie in, like, any sort of special way that would make a Wikipedia page. It feels like Natalie could be very easily in this page because they do reference things like, oh, uh, Zach Bucamp of Vox suggested that, that... Like, you know, there's, like, these little snippets, and it's like, oh, she could be somewhere mm -hmm. in the page for alt-right as one of these snippets, but it's just like, can't read through the whole thing. <laughs> okay, I think I'm just going to click on responses to the alt-right. All right, I am clicking on transgender, and that is my move. That does seem like a, like a potential hit. Oh, damn, this page is really short. Fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have it here. Okay, uh, I think you've probably already found her, so I'm just going to go ahead and click on M Mia Milo. Unless I'm allowed to go backwards, I think my best bet is to go to Milo. Okay, I'm going to click on list of transgender people. I have not found Natalie yet. Okay. Oh, fuck. That was a bad move going to reactions to the, uh, reactions mm -hmm. to the alt-right because I didn't realize how shitty that page was going to be. <laughs> I'll click on resist Marxism. Ooh, okay. Oh, wait, that took me to a sub-page for Kyle Chapman. Never mind. Hmm. Oh, fuck it. I'll stay here. All right. I hope you're okay there because I am. I just sorted the list by birth year and philosophy tube is on here. Dorian Electra is on here. So I have to imagine she's a little bit older than I remember, but she I'm scrolling down. Natalie Wynn contrapoints 1988 American YouTuber. Clickety clack. Man, it's crazy how good at stalking we learned you are. Yeah, dude. You've won this best. game. Oh, so you're trying to make it into a Adrian one, but he really lost thing. <laughs> hey, Adrian, I'm not trying to make it into anything. I I call him like I see him. It seems like you're trying to make it into something. I call him like I see him, buddy, and I see mm -hmm. a creepy ass stalker. In the mirror. Yeah, but it's like a mirror I've put at a 45 degree angle to my monitor. <laughs> <laughs> it's showing you. <laughs> But it's 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 one of those two-way mirrors where I can see through it. Um, all right, cool. She's actually not that old. She's thirty-two. I don't know. Yeah, why did I guess you? Why just... did you attack Natalie? Also, uh... well, because I, I, I ordered it by birth year, and I was like, I have to scroll pretty far to get <laughs> Jesus, to her. Stop it, Adrian. But yeah, big fact, no cap, get out of here. Let's do it, dude. Big fact: if somebody doesn't want to be around you don't continuously harass them and try to be around them no cap there's plenty of fish in the sea you don't gotta chase people down also we're overfishing the seas i'd like to make that clear mm, there's still a lot of fish in the sea <laughs> just not tasty ones that makes sense that's true all the good ones are taken am i right <laughs> wow what a way to bring it back to the double entendre paul congrats <laughs> on that thanks i'm hereby giving the gold star of the episode to paul <laughs> Ugh. 57 episodes in the first one I got. Man, it feels good. <laughs> I'm very withholding. All right, guys, I will see you next week. That's the audience, Paul. I will see you sooner, probably. Bye, buddy. Bye, bruh. Wanna hang, wanna bang, wanna slam.